You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning into The Pregnancy Podcast. The full transcript and all the resources that we talk about in this episode can be found at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash blue light. I want to thank a new sponsor to the podcast, and this is really relevant with the episode today because we're talking about how blue light can affect you and your baby during pregnancy. There are a lot of things that you can do to reduce the amount of blue light that you're exposed to after the sun goes down. The easiest way to block out 100% of the blue light that can negatively impact you after the sunset is to wear blue light blocking glasses. The reason that I love glasses from Blue Blocks is that they block out 100% of the blue and green light between 400 to 550 nanometers. This is the range that you need to block after sunset for better sleep. You can save 15% with the promo code PREGNANCY. And you know that sleep is so essential during your pregnancy. But did you know that your sleep and circadian rhythms also drive your hormones? Blue light can affect hormones like estrogen, progesterone, and prolactin, which are all key for fertility and key during your pregnancy. You can check these out at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash glasses and save 15% with the promo code pregnancy. I want to thank Boppy for their support. You can save 20% off the boppy.com website with the promo code pregpod20. Boppy makes a lot of great products for you and your baby, and I love their pregnancy pillows because these are going to help you get a comfortable night of sleep for any stage in your pregnancy. They have four different options that range from a small wedge pillow that's going to support your back or your bump all the way up to a multi-use total body pillow that really supports your whole body. This supports your head, your neck, your back, your hips, and your bump, and it's all in one pillow. I really wish that I would have had these options back when I was pregnant because it was such a challenge to get comfortable for sleeping, especially the further along I got in my pregnancy. I love that Boppy doesn't just make one pillow because there's never a one size fits all. You have four options to choose from, and you can see all of those at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash pillow. And be sure to use the promo code PREGPOD20 to save 20%. And I want to thank Zoller for their support. The one complaint that I hear about the Zoller prenatal vitamin is that the capsules are big, which is really typical for any prenatal. The good news is that they make a mini prenatal that's a lot smaller. And this is so helpful if you are having a hard time swallowing large pills especially in that first trimester when you may have morning sickness and you may have a really sensitive gag reflex. Right now, you can save 25% off the Mighty Mini Prenatal, plus get free infant vitamin D drops. I love Zoller for their high quality ingredients, and the Mighty Mini contains all of the things that I look for, the active form of folate, omega-3s like DHA, and you only need to take it once per day. This is the perfect solution if you're having trouble swallowing large pills. 
I love options. And I think it's awesome that Zoller makes a mini prenatal that's going to cover all your bases for those essential nutrients that you need, especially in that first trimester. You can always find the most recent promo code for the Zoller vitamins at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. Today on the podcast, I have Andy Mant, who's the founder of Blue Blocks, which is a company that makes blue light blocking glasses. Now, the reason that I brought Andy on the podcast is that he is a pro with all of the research behind blue light and how that can affect everything from your hormones, how it can impact your fertility, and even how blue light can affect your breast milk. We get into that at the very end, so you're going to want to stay in for the whole interview. Andy, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks, Vanessa. It's an an absolute pleasure, and and thank you so much for uh, having me on your amazing show. Well, it certainly makes my job a lot easier to have somebody on who's dug into all this research, and you've shared that with me. I spent quite a bit of time reading through a lot of the studies that you shared on blue light, and I'm really excited to talk to you about all this stuff today. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm I'm super stoked um, with how much time you took to um, actually read um, and listen to sort of um, you know what I was talking about and, and saying it. It just really shows that you know, you take these things seriously and you you really want to see, you know, well, it does the evidence stack up and does, uh, d- d- you know, do your guests actually know what they're talking about? So I really, really like that. And, and you know, your audience just can have that sort of rest assured feeling that, you know, you've done a lot of due diligence on this as well. And um, yeah, it's going to be a going to be a fun chat. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm excited to share a lot of different tips that everyone can take away with to limit some of the blue light that we're exposed to. Why don't you, can we start with just kind of talking about sources of blue light, just start getting into a general conversation of how that can affect you? Absolutely. So there's, there's two different sources of blue light in our lives. Okay. You've got artificial and you've got natural. So natural light um, is what comes from the sun during the day. And it's high in basically all different colors of light. So blue, green, Um, yellow, orange, red. So think of a rainbow. That's all the different colors that are present in sunlight. Um, And they're all very even and they all have very different um, properties in what they do to to hormones. So, for instance, blue light during the day um, from the sun is is, is very good because it um, releases something called dopamine, um, which makes us feel that it's the reward center in the brain. Um, it also helps us produce serotonin, which is really good um, for making us feel happy and alert. Um, and also it um, helps increase something called cortisol, um, which is good during the day um, at the start of your day because it, it's kind of that jump start that helps you start your day. In natural light, like sunlight, um, because all the colors are, are balanced, there's a lot of red light present um, and any of the damage that blue light causes from the sun, which is it does cause damage. It causes cellular damage. So you can get like inflammation in the skin. You can get um, you know problems with with sort of eye strain, things like that. It causes cell cell damage. The red light in the sun actually protects and, and restores. Um, so, you know, nature's very good at, you know, giving us the benefits. But if there are any negatives, it will always help to heal and repair. Now, on the flip side, you've got artificial light. Okay. now, artificial light comes from sources such as, you know, your smartphone, your laptop, your monitor, um, appliances, your fridge light, your office lights, your house light, your TV, anything really that that gives out or is powered by artificial light typically is very high in blue light. Now, 
The difference between artificial light and natural light from the sun is that artificial light doesn't contain any red light. So you get all the, you know, the benefits of the blue light if you're looking at your computers and laptops and things like that. But you're not getting any of the um, repair. So the blue light is causing damage um, from, from your smartphone, your screens, etc. And it's, um, you know, causing you to have things like digital eye strain during the day, headaches, um, dry eyes, because you're not mitigating um, those effects with with red light and also in artificial light the blue light present is so much more than what's present in sunlight so you're getting like an almost an od um, type effect with with blue light which is causing a lot of digital eye strain now on the flip side as as well when it comes to to blue light after dark when we think about it from an ancestral point of view um, and kind of into the modern day now we all have something called body clocks, okay? So people probably would have heard of these. They're sometimes called circadian rhythms. And what they do is they um, allow for specific hormone secretion based on different frequencies of light. So from an ancestral point of view, we would have got up with the sunrise, we would have been outside all day, exposing ourselves to all the different frequencies of light, hormones would have secreted correctly. And then when the sun set, there was only really red light and orange light present from the campfires. There was no blue and green light. Now, what recent studies have shown is that blue light turns on the circadian clock, um, so turns on our body clock and allows for hormones to be secreted that keep us active during the day. But what happens in modern society is we've moved away from incandescent lights to LED lights, which are high in blue light. So when we're switching on our lights, watching TV, scrolling through our smartphone after the sunset, the blue light that's present in those devices is sending messages to our brain that, to be in an active phase. It thinks it's daytime. So we don't produce a lot of a hormone called melatonin, which is a powerful antioxidant and sleep hormone, which disrupts our sleep, doesn't help cure inf inflammation and damage that's caused during the day and is really just destroying our sleep and, and giving us really low, uh, low energy levels. Yeah, that's it's such a huge shift that we've made. I love looking at things from an ancestral point of view and thinking about all of this technology that we have is amazing with phones and laptops. But mm. our exposure to that has happened much more quickly than we can develop mechanisms to yeah. mitigate the dangers of that stuff. And certainly when you're pregnant, your hormones rule completely everything that's going on in your body. Yeah. Can you talk about some of the effects on different hormones that happen? Not just obviously melatonin has a huge impact on your sleep, but some of those other hormones like estrogen, prolactin. Yeah, abs absolutely. Not a problem at all. So w what I mentioned um, earlier is, is melatonin is, is the key to all this. OK, so a lot of people think melatonin is is, is just a sleep hormone. OK, melatonin sort of peaks around about two, three in the morning um, and it's its main um, sort of um, its, its main responsibility in, in the human biological system is to clear inflammation. OK, so it's to clear oxidative oxidative stress it's to clear things like um, reactive oxygen species which cause damage to cells in the body and melatonin can actually only be produced in the absence of blue light okay so during the day there's some precursors to melatonin so you produce things like serotonin from being outside and you also um, produce something called tryptophan from things you you basically eat um, and it's these two hormones 
and neurotransmitters that mix in the absence of blue light to produce melatonin. So you can see that it's very important to obviously be outside during the day um, to create these precursors to melatonin. But it's also extremely important in order to be able to optimize the production of melatonin, not to have your eyes see any blue or green light after dark. Okay, um, And that is basically if you've got any artificial light source on in your house after dark, then you're not going to be producing enough melatonin. So we need. So what I'm saying here is we need melatonin to basically cure the inflammation, keep us healthy, keep us fit. Now, there's some other hormones in the, um, I guess, the, from the reproductive standpoint um, that actually are controlled by circadian rhythm. So all hormones are, are controlled by circadian rhythms and our biological clocks. And estrogen is, is one of those. OK, so estrogen plays a really, really big role in reproductive systems of women. And what studies have have seen is that estrogen has been known to modify clock genes in the reproductive system. So what that means is that if your estrogen cycles are either too high or too low or they're running basically against what our ancestral circadian rhythms determine is is optimal, then the clock genes in the reproductive system will be impaired. So what that leads to. Um, from what a lot of the peer reviewed studies is saying is it can increase the likelihood of developing things like PCOS, so polycystic ovary syndrome, um, which is one of the leading causes of infertility in women. So we just got to be very careful that when we're, you know, looking at sort of estrogen levels and you may maybe supplementing, maybe you're not getting enough estrogen levels, then you need to you know, think to yourself, well, well, why is this the case? You know, what, what is the problem here? And typically it stems back to things like inappropriate light hygiene. So not getting enough sunlight during the day and exposing yourself to too much artificial light after dark. Now, another um, hormone that um, has been linked with the, the issue of PCOS is, is something called prolactin. Um, so prolactin is is basically, um, you know, you can see it from the name. It's obviously from lactating. It's, um, you know, a hormone that is influenced um, in women um, that are going to be breastfeeding. Um, so people that are pregnant, obviously. Now, prolactin influences fertility in women. OK, so if the clock gene again is disruptive, that is um, functioning, empowering the secretion of prolactin, then that again has been shown in clinical trials to increase the risk of um, PCOS. And also it can impact how a woman ovulates. So it can actually disrupt um, the normal ovulation cycles in women. And also, as with most other hormones linked to reproductive health, um, so things like estrogen, testosterone in men, um, melatonin, prolactin, all linked to, I guess, reproductive health, they're secreted in higher levels during sleep okay and then they're suppressed by inadequate sleep and inadequate sleep is actually brought about from the exposure of blue light after dark um, because you need to be able to have darkness or the absence of blue and green lights so a red light is fine to actually produce more melatonin help you sleep better help you then produce these other hormones so you know it all stems back to um, having that functional circadian rhythm, that biological clock. And in order to have that, you've got to have natural light during the day, but you've also got to have the absence of blue and green light after dark, because without the two, you're really not going to have the, um, the most optimal reproductive hormone secretions that you possibly can. And there was another really interesting study um, that came out looking at nurses um, many years ago. And what they looked at was they looked at 
nurses that work night shift compared with those that didn't work the night shift. They worked the day shift. And what they found was that all of these nurses had a disrupted circadian rhythm. Um, and what this disrupted circadian rhythm did when they did this clinical trial was that they found that it had disturbances in menstrual function. So the female shift workers compared to the non-shift workers were more likely to report menstrual irregularity and also longer menstrual cycles as well. So you can see that, you know, and, and uh, the unfortunate thing is a lot of the people that work night shifts are people that we need in society, like nurses, um, you know, people work in the fire brigade, you know, police, um, you know, people like that. But what they're doing is they're damaging their, I guess, reproductive system and, and overall health and wellness by exposing themselves to blue and green light by working under all that artificial light during the night period when they should be from an ancestral standpoint and from what the science is saying, sleeping in complete darkness and not being exposed to that blue and green light after dark. Yeah, it's crazy that we have people working those shifts because I know that there's been quite a bit of evidence that's come up, especially in recent years, on just how unhealthy shift work is. And hopefully at some point we'll start shifting how that system is and yeah. and get people working on more of a regular work schedule. That's it. Yeah, exactly. And if you're like flipping things like that on its head, you know, we're not we haven't evolved to be creatures of the night. We're, we're creatures of the day. And you know, I guess in the society we live in today, you could probably never do away with such, you know, working, um, you know, such shift work. But what you can do is you can manage the light environment correctly for these people um, to actually help mitigate, not eradicate, but mitigate some of these and reduce down some of these risks that they're having. So, you know, some of the worst lighting in the world is actually found in hospitals. It's the most highest in blue because it's fluorescent lights. But maybe we need to look at um, more circadian lighting in hospitals where, you know, we have a more balanced spectrum of light present, you know, that's that's high in, you know, blue, but also high in the greens, orange, ambers and, and reds. So it mimics more the sun and also allowing people to, you know, have some more time off where they can actually be outside getting the benefits of the sun. And, you know, they're missing out by, you know, working these night shifts. They're getting, you know, all the blue exposure, no red light exposure, but they're also missing out on invisible frequencies of light that are so beneficial in, in moderate doses like infrared light, which is given out by the sun in the mornings and evening. And it's a very restorative, very restorative um, frequency of light that helps repair any damage caused during the day. And another thing that they're missing out on because they'll be sleeping during the day is UV light, which in moderation is used to synthesize with um, cholesterol in the body to produce something called vitamin D. And vitamin D is is the most powerful vitamin slash hormone that, that one can produce. It's um, people that have higher levels of vitamin D ha have in literally 99 percent of cases lower all cause mortality rates. So, um, you know, it's. It is a shame that, yeah, these people have to work night shifts, but I guess there are a few little hacks that they, they could do with light that would actually make their quality of life a, a little bit better. Right. And what's so awesome is these hacks that we can do with light are relatively inexpensive. They're mm -hmm. easy to do. It's just a matter of changing habits. I think for anyone that's from the time that you decide, OK, like I'm ready to have a baby, I'm ready to start trying to get pregnant. I think that you just want to stack as many odds in your favor as possible. And then that's yeah. certainly true through pregnancy and planning your birth and everything. You just want to be doing as many 
little things as you can. Um, and those things certainly add up. Can you give us some tips for, I mean, what can people be doing on a daily basis? I know that you've mm. talked about getting outside and getting exposure to natural light. For a lot of people that go to work in an office every day, that certainly makes that challenging. What are some things that we can be doing? Yeah, absolutely. It's a fantastic question. And, you know, to tidy up your light hygiene, um, ideally, you would have periods during the day where you're outside. Okay, now, you don't need to be outside for, you know, an hour at a time. This is just sort of two or three minutes, because how the um, circadian rhythms work in humans and biological clocks is that it receives light in through the eyes and then it transcribes um, and phototransducts this light um, into something called the suprachiasmatic nucleus, so into the brain, which then tells the time, okay, in, in essence. So what you need to do is, as sunlight changes in its frequencies throughout the day, you just need to lay your eyes without sunglasses on, on not looking directly at the sun, just being outside in, in the light, just for a couple of minutes, okay, at three major points during the day. One is um, between, ideally at sunrise, but very diff difficult this time of the year in the Northern Hemisphere because it's winter um so within one or two hours of the sun rising you need to be outside a couple of minutes getting that light into your into your eyes what that will do is that will help set the 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 circadian clock and it will also help with the correct hormone secretion so what i typically say is that when people are going to work in the dark um and getting to work and then having you know the sun's then rising or something like that it's to you know think of like smokers they get to go outside for smoke break so you just need to say to your boss i'm going out for my my sun break okay and if they have a problem with that then maybe just buy a packet of cigarettes and stand out and just hold them and don't smoke <laughs> them <laughs> although that might raise some eyebrows if you're pregnant um so you um you just need to do that three points during the day so sunrise between sort of one and two hours afterwards um, the second time is midday, so solar noon. Um, that's when light is is at its strongest. Just a couple of hours, a um, couple of minutes outside then is, is is brilliant. And then in the evening, so just as the sun is setting, um, that also sends a signal to the brain that nighttime is coming. So blue, it's really interesting because people think that sunset or oh, it's all reds and ambers and that's brilliant. Yeah, that's post sunset. But 20 minutes before the sunset, you get the highest spike in blue light um, during a 24 hour period. And it is that that signals to the brain that, OK, from now on, blue light is going to diminish to zero and I can start producing melatonin. So it's very important to try and get out at those three points during the day. And, you know, that's a free hack. It's going to take you two minutes on each one. So that's six minutes of your day to really optimize your body clock. So if people say they can't do that, then, you know, that they're lying. You, you can do that. Six minutes a day is, is nothing. But then what you've also got to remember is that you need to then block other frequencies of light when they shouldn't be entering your eyes in order to maintain that healthy circadian rhythm and that healthy hormone production. So if you're going to work in the morning and it's dark, you need to not be allowing too much blue light into your eyes, you know, because the first light you should be seeing really is the sun. So this is why we always say that, you know, to wear your blue light glasses, you know, if, if artificial light is on. So we have clear ones or yellow ones for during the day that you can wear when you're under artificial light that stops those damaging frequencies of light from messing up your body clock and messing up your hormones. So you don't have to wear, you know, these bright yellow glasses during the day. You can actually wear these clear ones that just filter out some of the blue light and keep your body and circadian rhythm and hormones healthy. But the more important shift comes when that sun sets 
because if you're then going and looking at your digital devices, so your smartphone, your laptop, your TV, or just putting on your house lights or opening the fridge, which has a light in it and it gives out a lot of blue light, cook your dinner in the evening, that's then sending another message to your brain saying it's solar noon again. So all the all LED lights are basically paired to a similar intensity um, and composition of light that is in the in the sun at solar noon. So if you're allowing that to pass through your eyes and you've done all these other free amazing hacks um, after dark, you're just going to disrupt your circadian rhythm again. You're not going to sleep. Your body's going to think it's daytime. Your hormones are going to be all over the place. So you've just got to make sure that you're wearing red lens, blue light blocking glasses after sunset until you go to bed. And what this does is it creates something called physiological darkness. So your body thinks that it's like completely dark. Um, you can still see see fine through them. It just changes blue colors to black um, and it changes greens to like a different shade of green. Um, so all the other colors are all the same. And what that does is it allows your melatonin to be secreted correctly, which is the cornerstone of having optimal reproductive health. So it's going to help you get better sleep, which in turn is going to allow for more optimal estrogen and prolactin secretion. Um, and it's another um, another good hack to do as well is, is salt lamps are brilliant. So, you know, I mentioned earlier about there being too much blue light during the day and not enough red light. Well, a lot of people that um, uh, come to us, we, we just recommend getting a, a basic salt lamp having it next to your desk, having it next to your laptop, because it gives out like pinks and reds and restorative colors of light. So you can have that next to your computer whilst you're working. And that also is another hack that helps mitigate any of the negative effects of the artificial blue light during the day. And then a lot of people take it one step further. And when they're watching telly at night, they don't have the lights on. They would have their blue light blocking glasses on, but they would also have salt lamps around the house or red light bulbs in certain lamps, which doesn't impact melatonin secretion. And, you know, this leads to a lot of talks I've been given recently on how to help the, you know, new mums, new dads and baby circadian rhythm. And a lot of people get up in the middle of the night and do their feed um, for the babies, but they turn on all the lights. So what's that saying to mum, dad and baby? It's saying, oh, it's solar noon again. Let's keep cortisol levels high. Let's, you know, suppress melatonin and um, mess up estrogen, prolactin and all the other hormones that are associated with circadian rhythms. So what we what we suggest is that in your bedroom or if the baby's now in its in its own room, having red light present, just having red light in there, because when you go and do that feed in the night and put red light on, baby's circadian rhythm isn't going to be disruptive mum and dad's circadian rhythm aren't going to be um, disrupted melatonin levels won't be impacted at all and you'll go straight back to sleep so you know there's so many cool hacks you can do to really mitigate um, the damage and disruption that blue light is basically going to be causing to yourselves as well and especially when like you said you want the, the odds stacked in your favor favor when you're trying to conceive and you know by doing all these relatively simple hacks you're going to really elevate your hormonal profile to be able to have you know better percentage chance of, of conception and you know don't think this all just comes to women and, and I know that probably majority of your listeners will be women but they will all have partners because they're obviously planning to have a baby so it doesn't stop with females it's males as well and there's a really interesting stat that men who sleep too much or not enough are 42 percent less likely to conceive with their partner so just have a think about that it's almost 50 percent less chance to conceive if they're lying in too long in the morning if they're going to bed too late if they're not getting enough sleep 
So sleep is so key for men as well. So they need to be doing these hacks too and wearing the blue light glasses after dark and being outside during the day. And, you know, there's, there's really another really interesting study that shows that testosterone levels, another hormone, has been linked to um, circadian rhythms, okay? Um, and people with um, or men with low testosterone levels have been shown to produce lower sperm counts. Not good if you're looking to conceive. And two factors that have the biggest impact on testosterone is chronic stress, which is caused by disrupted cortisol cycles. So as we mentioned earlier, blue light during the day keeps cortisol levels high. But if you if you look at blue light after dark, your cortisol levels are going to remain high. And what happens if you keep something chronically high is that you become resistant to it or you have too much of it in your body. So you feel stressed, depressed, anxious. So that's an issue for men. And that, that then has a knock on effect and reduces testosterone levels and poor sleep. So people that have and report that they have bad sleep have lower levels of testosterone levels. And it's really interesting as well because the quality and quantity of sperm seems to also run on its own circadian rhythm. So in recent academic literature, semen collected before 7 a.m. had a much higher sperm count and concentration when compared with semen collected much later in the day. So if you're looking to conceive from a circadian standpoint, the timing of um, having um, sexual intercourse should probably be upon waking because um, a lot of people think our oh, testosterone levels are highest at night. But when you look at it from a healthy circadian standpoint, the quality and quantity of, of the sperm um, and the testosterone levels are actually higher in that morning period. So that's probably the time you want to be um, having sexual intercourse in order to um, obviously try and conceive. And it's another really interesting one as well that circadian rhythms can be seasonal okay so they can have a seasonality to them um, and when you look at studies looking at human sperm count um, the highest levels and highest qualities of sperm actually increase through spring and decrease during the summer so in the northern hemispheres now you're about to go into spring so this is the perfect time to try and conceive and it makes complete sense because look at nature look at other animals in nature they always um, reproduce in spring and have their offspring in, in spring. So, you know, there is a, um, a real sort of deep lying ancestral um, sort of wisdom in, this, in all this as well. And we just need to make sure that, yeah, this technology is fantastic that we live with today. But the light that is being given out by it, not to mention the EMF and, and Wi-Fi and things like that, is really disrupting our clock systems, messing up with our hormones and then just giving us you know, not the optimal edge in order to be able to have, you know, a healthy, happy conception and also, um, you know, a healthy, maturing fetal circadian clock as well. Yeah, it is. It is interesting. And I've been so I use on my phone, I have night shift, I use flex on my Mac, there's all these programs and apps that can help reduce that blue light. But let's talk a little bit about the glasses and why those block blue light better than just using flux on your computer yeah. or using night shift on your iphone fantastic question because uh, you just let you just beat me to it then um i was gonna say that i've um if you go over to my youtube you can actually check out I, obviously we work with optics labs um with with our glasses so we have spectral um equipment that you know it's sort of really really expensive equipment that manages um and measures spectral output of light in any device and we've tested night shift mode from apple um, and it's great for during the day because it reduces blue light but it doesn't block it completely now after dark if you've got night shift mode on and no blue light blocking glasses there's still blue light present 
in in that night shift mode, which basically means it's going to be sending the wrong messages to the brain. So you've got to be careful with, um, you know, looking at some of these softwares. I think they're great for during the day. But after dark, you've got to eliminate 100 percent of blue in the 400 to 550 nanometer range, which also covers some green light as well, um, because the brain and the, and the body clock doesn't care if you block 99 percent of that light or you block zero percent of that light. It still sends the wrong messages to the brain and it still disrupts your sleep and hormones. So this was why we we founded blue blocks. OK, so we trialed out a lot of blue light glasses so some of these amber lens glasses some of them some of them had yellow and some of them were even clear and they were saying like right wear these after dark and they help with your sleep so we ran 20 of the most well-known brands through a spectral analyzer and not one of them blocked in line with what the academic literature peer-reviewed studies were saying you had to block 100 percent of so that's why we created sleep plus glasses okay so these glasses take the exact range of light that has been shown and proven in academic studies to disrupt your melatonin and destroy your sleep. And we've created a tint that blocks only those frequencies of light. So we initially, you know, we, we did what everyone did initially. We went and looked in China for this kind of technology because you can get it produced cheaply. Um, but they could not produce this because they don't work in optics labs. They were all factories. So that's why our product um, is made in Australia, because we could go down to the labs. We could sit in with these lab technicians and engineers and actually produce a specific tint based on academic literature. And that's what really differentiates us from everyone else, because everyone buys these orange glasses in bulk from China, slaps their logo on it and then calls them blue blockers. Um, when in fact, 100 percent of the time, they're not even blocking all blue light. So you're not going to be helping your sleep in the slightest. You know, it's it's really you know, just just good marketing, clever marketing and, and someone that has founded companies with no regard or understanding of, of quantum biology and, um, you know, how light affects human physiology. So, you know, we wanted to put science and evidence into our products. Um, we wanted to make them in optics labs and we, we didn't want to block too much or too little light. So that was how Sleep Plus lenses were born. So you just wear them two to three hours before bed and it optimizes melatonin production, um, which helps you sleep, which also helps testosterone levels for men. It helps estrogen, prolactin, melatonin levels for women. Um, and all you have to do is put them on two hours before bed. Nothing else. You can carry on using your smartphone, watching TV, having your house lights on. It's no issue. Um, and then we we wanted to produce a couple of pairs of glasses for during the day as well, because obviously blue light needs to be managed differently during the day. You don't want to block blue light during the day because, as I mentioned, it's so good for keeping your cortisol levels high, which is what you want during the day, but also keeping, you know, neurotransmitters like your dopamine and serotonin from being produced. So we just created this clear lens that brings down the blue light a little bit, because as I mentioned at the beginning of the um, conversation, Vanessa, there's just too much blue light in our in our world at the moment. So you want to reduce it down um, during the day. So that's why we got the clear blue light glasses that have a technology infused in them that um, basically repels about 30 percent of the blue light, which helps you from not getting digital eye strain. So sore eyes, headaches during the day. And then we thought we, we saw as well that some people have a sensitivity to artificial light during the day. 
and I was one of them. I used to suffer really badly from migraines. Um, and then I also had um, sort of periods of quite high anxiety. And that shows that you've got a sensitivity to light. So we created these yellow lenses to wear during the day that filter about 50 percent of the blue light. So it's a little bit more than the clear ones. But if you've got a sensitivity to light, you're getting migraines, feeling stressed, ang- anxious all the time, then you've probably got a sensitivity to light and you need a bit more blue light filtration during the day. So that gave us our summer glow lenses. Um, and actually, um, a lot of people have been using them to combat seasonal affective disorder, and which is a, a major issue in northern hemisphere winters. So that basically gave birth to our, our three um, specific glasses. And then we also found, um, you know, because we're, we're all geeks over here at, um, at Blue Blocks, and we, we always trawl through the lack academic literature. We actually found that if light hits your eyes, even when they're closed, when you're sleeping, it impacts melatonin and estrogen levels. So we were just like, wow, that's just insane. Because what happens if we're sleeping in a dark room, but a car headlight, you know, cars drive past and the headlights shine through or the neighbor has lights on or a security light goes off outside or the street lights or a partner gets up to use the bathroom during the night and switches on the light. That's going to impact our melatonin and, and estrogen, testosterone, all those hormone levels. So this is where we produced a sleep mask as well called Remedy, um, which is 100 percent light blocking, which not many other sleep masks can boast because light passes up through the nose um, sort of areas and in through the top. So we created this sleep mask that has adjustable eye cups. You can fully open your eyes while wearing this mask um, and it's still 100 percent blackout. So. We also wanted to to create that. We also wanted to reduce any eye pressure, because if you wear a sleep mask that doesn't allow you to open your eyes fully, it places pressure on your eyes, which can lead to things like glaucoma. So you've got to be very careful with um, pressure to the eye. So that was when Remedy was born. And yeah, we've we've now um, managed to help so many people with these products. And, you know, I always encourage people just to jump on our homepage and check out all the five star reviews on people that are just like, wow, I had insomnia or, you know, I couldn't sleep. I had no energy. Um, you know, I used these when I was looking to conceive and wow, they were amazing. And, you know, so many real life testimonials on there of people that have just been amazed by these glasses, because a lot of people will be listening to this, Vanessa, and thinking like, really, is, is light that much of an impact? But it's very much like diet until you change it and adopt a more healthier way of of eating uh, or a more healthier way now of managing your light hygiene, you don't realize how bad it actually is. Um, so it's I, I always encourage people to get our products. They, sh- they ship free worldwide. Um, it's 30 days once you've received it to try it. Otherwise, you can send it back for free exchange. So you've got nothing to lose. But, you know, until you try them, honestly, it's just game changing. It really is. No, I completely agree. And I've been wearing the glasses, which definitely took a little bit getting used to for the first few days. Um, But I'm often on my laptop at night. That's usually when I'm nerding out and reading a ton of research and preparing for episodes. And like I said, even with having flux on my computer, and I still have lights on in the house, and I track my sleep with an aura ring. And so I've been looking at what my sleep looks like since I've been wearing these glasses and I am getting like more REM sleep, more deep sleep. So I think that it's definitely helping my sleep quality, which is really nice. And as well that the eye mask, I recently took a red eye out from the West Coast to the East Coast and put the eye mask on on the plane and slept almost the entire flight, which was awesome. That mask really completely blocked out the light. It was really comfortable. 
So no, I, I'm a big fan of your products and like anything, you know, I do my research and I don't want to be purchasing products that I think are going to solve a problem if it's not an evidence-based thing. And that's why I'm so glad you came on the podcast today. You really know your stuff with all of the, the research out there. And we'll definitely link up to all of the studies that you've mentioned. You also have a great blog post that breaks down everything with fertility and pregnancy and a lot of what we've talked about today. I'll link to that too. And Andy, before we go, I did, can you talk a little bit about breast milk and pumping it or breastfeeding your baby at different times of the day? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you brought that one up. I I was, um, as you were sort of signing off then, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to interject here because I really want to say this. It's it's such uh, an amazing study that's hot off the press. You know, it's only about three, four months old and um, it was one of the ones I sent yourself, which which blew your mind as, as well. Um, they did a study about three months ago where they wanted to look into something called chrononutrition. So what that means is um, when a baby's born, um, a baby doesn't have a circadian rhythm for about three months, hence why light management is very important in those first three months of, of um, the baby being um, uh, out of the womb. Now, what they wanted to look at was, is there other factors that impact in the developing um, baby's um, circadian rhythms um, outside of light? So they tested breast milk. So what they did was they um, took breast milk that was pumped during the day and they took breast milk that was pumped after sunset. Now, the breast milk that was pumped during the day contained quite high levels of cortisol and nothing much else. OK, um, from a hormonal standpoint. So. What you can see there is that um, the baby would basically be given breast milk naturally during the day, high in cortisol. So what was I talking about earlier? During the day, we need cortisol levels to keep us alert and and awake. Um, But we don't want cortisol levels after dark. So if you were giving, you know, your baby breast milk that was pumped during the day in the middle of the night, that cortisol spike will keep the baby from going back to sleep quicker. It will keep them feeling alert and awake and it will tell the baby's developing circadian clock that it's daytime. So it would take longer to um, mature properly um, the circadian clock, but also it could actually cause damage to the circadian clock and cause hormonal issues um, later on in life. Now, on the flip side, they also, as I mentioned, took um, readings on breast milk pumped after dark and they found that it was devoid of cortisol but very high in tryptophan and in melatonin so if you were giving your baby the breast milk pumped after dark in the day tryptophan and melatonin uh, are basically it causes you to be sleepy so the baby would want to sleep during the day more um, and be more awake during the the evening so what i mentioned earlier was serotonin mixes with tryptophan helps produce more melatonin so what you need to be mindful of is that breast milk actually influences the circadian rhythms of of infants. So you just got to make sure that if you're pumping breast milk, which is a modern thing to do now because, you know, we share responsibilities between both partners, um, is that if mum or dad are getting up to do a night feed, don't reach for the bottle that was pumped during the day. Make sure you label them day, night or, or the time that they were pumped. You want to be giving 
your baby breast milk that's high in tryptophan and melatonin in the night because it will get back to sleep quicker and the baby will help you know help it develop a proper circadian rhythm um, and during the day make sure you only give the baby breast milk pump during the day because you don't want to be giving the baby tryptophan or melatonin during the day so just be sleepy all the time you want the baby to sleep better at night so you can sleep better at night and everyone's happy so yeah it was absolutely fascinating that um, this thing exists it's chrononutrition and you know this kind of thing won't be public knowledge for at least five to ten years because that's how long it takes for studies to come out whereas you know Vanessa and myself have had the, the privilege of actually being able to look at the study and, and read it um, prior to it going you know all through all, all the stages it needs to go through to actually get in the public domain so yeah there you go breast milk is chrononutrition and make sure that you only give your baby breast milk pumped um, at the specific times of day that it that it should have it. Yeah, that's such a good tip and so easy to just label it, whether it was pumped in the morning or at night. One question on that. A lot of times, so milk production tends to be highest in the morning. And for a lot of people, if you are pumping breast milk and trying to build up a stash of milk in your freezer, a lot of times you're going to be doing that extra pumping session first thing in the morning. So if you're waking up, before the sun's coming up, is that milk going to be, I guess, if you're waking up and turning on lights in your house that you're giving yourself blue light exposure? And in that case, mm. would the milk be higher in, yes. in, um, in cortisol? cortisol? Yeah, okay, absolutely. Yeah, it would. You, you get something independent of light that happens in the morning. So when you wake up, what gets you to wake up is a cortisol awakening response, um, which spikes your cortisol extremely high. And typically it's it's due to the um, the rising sun um, okay. that, that stimulates that. But it still happens if your circadian rhythm is functioning on a specific cycle, it will still happen at a specific time of the day. So, you know, there's there's also a, a lot of arguments out there as well. And this is probably partially related to, to babies but probably not so much because they do need night feeds that for consuming I guess um, nourishment this is definitely true for adults that the time to do it optimally for um, correct hormone I guess and neuropeptide and neurotransmitter release to actually digest that food is during daylight hours in the evenings our bodies aren't primed to to utilize that um the nutrients found in in products more uh, as efficiently um as we, if we were to take them during the day also digestion gets in the way of adult circadian rhythms as well so it's a very interesting point that um that you make that maybe you know more research is needed to look into you know the optimal feeding patterns for infants um you know looking at it from a circadian standpoint because circadian rhythms yes they're governed by light but I mean, we haven't dived deep into this today, but we also have every cell in our body has its own peripheral clock. And these work um, in unison with our master body clock. And each of those clocks is governed by either light, exercise, temperature um, or food timing. Um, so the liver and pancreas clock and, and stomach clock systems are all governed not by light, but by the um, time from a circadian point of view that we actually ingest those calories. Um, and the way it works is that um, there's an old adage that goes around that eat breakfast like a king, um, lunch like a prince, dinner like a, a pauper. And that's the most optimal way to eat from a body clock perspective. Um, so I just wonder if more studies need to be done on, you know, sort of feeding of, of infants, because like like you um, 
uh, rightly pointed out, um, you know, breast milk production is, is highest during the day. Um, but maybe we need to look into that. Maybe there's a reason for that, like ancestry and effort from an evolution perspective. Why is it higher during the day? Is it because our ancestors would have only fed the baby during the day and not during the night? And if they did do that, did that mean they sleep longer periods during the night? So they didn't have to feed them as much during the night. So there's definitely a lot of questions to be to be asked and, and answered around that for sure. It's a really good point. Definitely the more that I dig into research, especially with pregnancy, there's so much limited research because a mm. lot of times expecting mothers are excluded from clinical trials. The more I dig into it, the more you just find that more research is needed and how little we yeah. really know about all of this stuff. But it is great. I mean, I think over the last certainly decade, couple of decades, what we do know is expanding so rapidly. It's so awesome to get to bring you on the podcast and pick your brain and have you share all of this research with us. There's so many really easy hacks that you can do to block out a lot of the blue light and improve how you're sleeping and your fertility and everything else. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, if people just um, blocked blue light after dark um, and got out in the sun for six minutes during the day at three different intervals, you would see a massive improvement in your wellness and, and health and, and how you feel. Yeah, that's such such a simple, easy thing to do. Well, thank you so much, Andy. And we do have a promo code so that anyone can save 15% on the Blue Blocks website. That promo code is pregnancy. I'll link that and everything else in the full article that's going to accompany this. We'll do a transcript of my conversation with Andy. So, Andy, thank you again so much for coming on. Is there anything else that we're leaving out that you want to add in? Um, I think we, we we could talk for hours, Vanessa, on, on this. So, I'll um, yeah, I think those are probably the main key takeaways that we've discussed today. And, you know, just make sure if you, you know, optimize your light, you're going to optimize your life. So, um, you know, take those steps today and, you know, make yourself a more optimal you tomorrow if you, you do those steps. Perfect. Well, thanks so much, Andy. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. To recap today's episode, Andy really dug into a lot of the evidence on blue light, how your exposure to blue light affects things like your sleep, your circadian rhythms, your hormones. And at the end, we even got into how blue light exposure can affect the hormones in your milk, which effectively is going to affect how your baby is sleeping. I want to thank you for tuning into the pregnancy podcast today. I hope that you find this episode helpful and hopefully you'll be making some changes in your life to reduce some of that blue light exposure and increase some exposure to sunlight at those key points during the day or even red light, which is going to help mitigate some of the negative effects of blue light. As always, you can contact me, Vanessa, at pregnancypodcast.com. You can see the full transcript a link to Andy's blog post, links to all of the research and everything at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash blue light. Thank you to Andy so much for sharing all of his knowledge. Thank you to Blue Blocks for their support of this episode. You can save 15% with the promo code pregnancy. Your circadian rhythms drive your hormones and you want to be blocking that blue light after sunset. To check those out, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash glasses and use the promo code pregnancy to save 15%. 
Thank you to Boppy for their support. You can save 20% off boppy.com with the promo code PregPod20. You will want to check out their pregnancy pillows. These are going to help you get comfortable for a good night of sleep during any stage of your pregnancy. You can see all of those options at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash pillow and use that promo code PregPod20 to save 20%. And thank you to Zoller. Zoller makes very high quality prenatal vitamins. Right now you can save 25% off their Mighty Mini Prenatal. Plus you can get a free bottle of infant vitamin D drops. For all of the details on the Zoller vitamins, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamins. 